Welcome. What's up, everybody? I am Baron Baptiste. This is the show for disrupting the drift, disrupting the status quo and conspiracy for mediocrity that makes up this world. This is a place where we can tell the truth and the truth can be told. Know the truth and the truth shall make us free. This is the place for you, me, we, my friend David Masters is here. We are here with you to make some kind of difference in your life, in our lives, and in the life of others around us and in the world. Please subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Share the show. We ask you to share the show. It's the way we fulfill on what we're up to. The show is growing. Super grateful for that. If you get any value or any kind of insight or any kind of contribution or value from the show, please share the show. If you get no value and you don't like us, okay, don't share it. Uh, that's good too. Maybe change the channel. <laughs> also, send in your questions. We uh, love responding to your questions. We've been getting some really great questions. We're going to respond to one today, but you could send your questions to disrupting the drift at baronbaptiste.com disrupting the drift at baronbaptiste.com. Also, you could leave your questions in the comments on YouTube. The YouTube channel, Baron Baptiste, is the channel. Subscribe to the YouTube so that you get updated when we drop some of these podcasts into the flow of the YouTube channel. David, welcome, my friend. Good to be with you always. Always. How you doing, buddy? Doing great, man. Doing great. Yeah. Good to be here. Okay how to make the right decisions and how to know what are the right decisions. I'll say it again. Here's the question. How do I make the right decisions and how to know what are the right decisions? Let me say one thing about this. How to make the right decisions in relationship to what? Because you can make the right decisions for all the wrong reasons. You could make the right decisions that maybe are in accordance with undermining your own life or health or well-being or relationships. You can make the right decisions to have the outcomes you don't want, the ones that are unwanted. So you have to get clear on what's your true north. What's your northern star? What's your calling in life? What are you being pulled by that's greater than yourself, bigger than yourself, that gives purpose and meaning? And then following the inner knowing. And maybe there's the measure of like, well, wait, if I make this decision, that's taking me down a wrong path. I've been down that path. I ain't going back down that path. I know what that path gets me. Maybe through pain and experience, you've learned that, well, no, this right decision is in alignment and is organizing me further into what's true. This decision is allowing me to aim true to what's fundamentally true for you. So that's one thing. And the second part of the question, you know, how to know what are the right decisions? That's where you trust. You're dealing with a person that you're not sure about. And right there, I don't trust this person. Or I don't know if I trust this person. 
Or maybe it's someone you do trust. Trust has been built. It's like, well, I trust this person. And then you make the decision right there. If one of my kids got into an accident and I needed to trust someone to take them to the hospital, I would need to trust that that whoever I'm trusting in could get them to the hospital. If I don't trust you or I don't know if I could trust you to do that, you're not my person. That gives me the right decision in that right moment. And you have to trust that. David, what say you? I would say that making good decisions is entirely based on two ideas, uh, two words, actually. One, what's your motivation? I mean, when you think about it, a lot of bad decisions are based on the wrong motivation. Mm. No matter how you look at it, if your motivation isn't right, you think you're going to have a good outcome. The second word is intuition. You were just talking about trust. Do you trust yourself? And do you follow your intuition in small ways? Like, for example, when you're getting ready to leave your house, something tells you, did you lock the door? You go back, sure enough, you didn't lock the door. Now, you can get obsessive about that, and that can drive you crazy. But the idea is this, is that your intuition, it grows to fill the space that you allow for it. And then it goes back to the, the question of motivation. What's your motivation? What's really driving you? Is it purpose? Is it ego? You, you always have to go back to the fundamental, the groundwork, right? And most people, they only think of outcomes. And that's mm. the third component is outcome-based thinking. Get rid of outcome-based thinking. It never works out the way you think it does. And because what happens is when you get an idea in your head, I mean, you've seen it with like young people, teenagers, you know, oh, I got to have this car. And then they go buy the car and the car blows up or something. It never works out the way they think it does. My two, I have two boys and I tell them, patience, just step back. Don't be too quick to do things. Don't be too overly motivated by look, you know, how people are going to see me, how people mm -hmm. are going to see you. Just step back a little bit and give a little essential space between you and what it is that you're dealing with. There's an interesting fine line between decisions and choices because decisions is, okay, what's it going to be? Black or blue? What's, come on, we only have so much time. You know, you go into a diamond store. Why do you think people hate going to a car lot or going to buy a diamond? Because there are pressure salespeople there and they're trying to get you to make a decision. Mm. Now, if you step back a little bit and look at that and you feel pressured, your intuition is going to tell you, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Yeah, very good. I remember in my younger days, like I had to really learn that because people, they're, they're skillful at applying pressure to get you to say yes or make the decision. And if you don't have the inner sense to say, hey, I need to step back or I'll think about it. <laughs> and you go with that, you usually regret it, usually. Like I've learned, I will not make any decision under pressure or under obligation. Unless it's life or death. Unless you have to make like, a decision, yeah. you make a decision. Okay, you do the totally. best you can. Yeah, exactly. And you go for it. You know, I want to point something out. So there's two types of intuition. And maybe there's more than that, but I'll, I want to just speak to two types of intuition. Because I think where people get deceived is what I'm going to call here the intuition of your senses. 
people Ooh, that's good believe in their senses what they see yeah. what they hear what they feel kinesthetically you will be deceived and then there's another sensibility well an inner sense a inner tuition <laughs> an intuition that's inner it's a deeper kind of knowing that's what we're speaking to here you could call it maybe a natural intuition but it's from a deeper sense of self not the senses your senses will deceive you i'll give you an example you know the serial killer ted bundy there's a story of this woman who had an interaction with ted bundy it was on the beach they were out on the beach path he pulls up he's walking his bicycle he's, his arm is in a, a brace like a cast or something he comes up to this approaches this woman he's walking his bike he's got this broken arm his bike is like bent or something and he's asking her for a ride. He said, could you give me a ride? She went on to share after the fact to the police. She said, you know, everything about this guy was believable. She said he was good looking. He was well-spoken. She said everything about him made me trust him. She said, but the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. Wow. And she said, and I trusted that. And she said, the hairs on the back of my neck standing up were connected to a deeper sense she had. But she said, on yeah. the front, on the, the senses, everything was believable. She was bought in. This guy was good looking, well-spoken, educated. There was no reason to say no, but the hairs on the back of her neck stood up and there was some deep inner knowing that was no, halt. And she said no to the guy. He went on to the next young woman who pulled the same stunt, asked her for a ride. She gave him a ride. They found her dead body up in the like Malibu Hills or somewhere like that. And there's something about distinguishing the out form, out tuition, making words up now, <laughs> an inner intuition that's, I think, very essential because one intuition will deceive you every time it's outformed yeah well let, let, yeah. let's look at this for a second eyes ears yeah sense of smell so those are the those are the things that are directing you in a sense related direction mm. because it's it's based on the senses right mm. that's the outtuition thing because look at that guy's handsome he needs help now here's the meaning of the word intuition it mm. means Immediate apprehension or cognition without reasoning or inferring. Okay. Hmm. Goes on to say knowledge or conviction gained by intuition, the power or faculty of gaining direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought and interference. Hmm. Okay. There's no way that anybody can tell you what only your intuition will inform you from because it is a different mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. It is like the sixth sense in a sense. It's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. So you have I, your I, eyes, ears, your, your you know, you have your senses directing you and controlling you. And then there's this something inside of you that, and the warning signs go off. Yeah. The totally. Signal, beep, beep, beep. You know. I know for myself over the years, like whether it's like in work environments, having certain teams or certain people I've hired, it's like I I bought into my sense intuition. They had all the appearance, the presentation of 
whatever it was, commitment, enthusiasm, they're saying the right words, they were, it was all kind of believable. But I tell you, inwardly, I had a, a knowing that was like a red flag. Because of motive, my motive, I wanted to get somewhere. I was goal-driven, let's say. I wanted to scale my business. I wanted to grow my business too much too soon or something that I bought into some kind of deception. I bought into it. But when you buy into it, you sell out. Or I could say I sold out on myself on that part of my, that inner knowing, I sold out on that, bought into the out form. And then you inevitably pay the price. It comes with a cost. You get a result that like, holy smokes, like it was right there. Or how many people, you know, they tell you, okay, walking down the aisle, I knew I shouldn't be walking down that. You knew it, but yet all your family, you had all your every, like, and you should be getting married and you should like, the motive again, wasn't right. And then you followed that motive that ended up turning into a bigger mess. You tell me, what, what do you see, David? I'll go back to the word, the idea of in, uh, intuition, the faculty of knowing or understanding something without reasoning or proof. The people who knew ahead of time mm. something wasn't right, it wasn't going to work out. The guy that's walking down the aisle thinking, oh my God, what am I going to, why am I doing this? So the question is, why don't we listen to our intuition? Mm. It's there. Mm. Like the girl with the hairs on the back of the neck. Mm -hmm. It was there and she listened to it. Now we're talking to the flip side of that. It's there and it's yelling at you and it's telling you something isn't right. But you're not allowing that message to penetrate. Mm -hmm. And the question is why? And that goes back to motive. Mm -hmm. If the core of you is a selfish person, it's self-serving. You're reasoning all this stuff out in your own head. Okay, maybe, maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. You're giving yourself all these rationale and excuses for why it's going to be okay, even though something tells you it isn't. Mm -hmm. And it's your brain and your intellect, which is the, the second component of this, because now it's your eyes and your ears and you, sm you smell them and they look good. But then the intellect kicks in and starts reasoning with you. And the question is, is that really you? And if you have a selfish core, then the brain, the animal self, the selfish mind kicks in and it gives you all the reasons why you can go ahead and do whatever you want, disregarding the intuitive hits that you're getting, right? Mm. On the other hand, if you are a selfless person, more selfless than selfish, the selfless person has a much lesser degree, I should say, of problems and difficulties throughout life because the selflessness causes a person not to only think how it affects them. And that is why we don't listen to our intuition because we don't want to miss out on those things that our brain is telling us, go ahead and get it done. Mm -hmm. Just come on. Yeah. You know, the brain is, it's a hungry brain. It's ready for the next thing that it can consume. Like an example would be social media, trusting your senses, that intuition yeah, in, in believing in what you see on social media, whether it's TikTok or Instagram, you know, all those influencers with the perfect life, the air of success, the air of happiness. Often those are the people that they're living such a fraudulent existence. The, it's all a front. 
but people buy into it because they don't trust that inner tuition we're speaking of. People trust their senses. So it's like, and then people start comparing themselves to what they're seeing that's a facade. It's just people showing certain images and certain presentations that aren't real and true, mm-hmm. but yet people buy into that. And then they default into comparison. And you're seeing the studies coming out on people out of comparison, feeling depressed, feeling less than, feeling they're not keeping up, feeling like their life sucks. Uh, I'm imagining, given the rate of suicide going up in the country, social media plays into some aspect of that. And I think people are so bought into the propaganda, the group think. People, they don't trust what their inner knowing is. They just go along to get along, to be like, don't rock the boat, keep the peace, wave the proper woke flag or whatever it is so that you can be accepted and don't stand out too bright, too light, or just put on certain airs that you know, okay, you're going to be one of these influencers that put on a very cut and paste, canned, scripted, fraudulent presentation. It's one of those two worlds. You're either playing the game of being totally fraudulent, or you're in the game of just comparing yourself and being in the experience of having lost yourself, of having becoming so outformed that you don't even know who you are, where you stand, and then you just go along with the groupthink. If you have selfishness as opposed to selflessness, selfishness resents truth because truth doesn't always tell you mm. what you want to hear. See, and, and so let me just give you a couple of words here because I looked up the synonyms for the word intuition, and it's really interesting if you think about it, how many of these things occur to mm. each and every one of us. We get a hunch. There's a word. An instinct. There's a word. Some people call it ESP, extrasensory perception, clairvoyance, discernment, divination, a feeling. Everybody got a feeling? I got a feeling one time I was going to buy a house. Somebody said to me, this doesn't feel right. Foreknowledge, inspiration, perception. I mean, premonition. I mean, how many people have had a premonition? I've had a number that changed my life. Innate knowledge, intuitiveness, second sight, sixth sense, gut reaction. Mm. These are all um, synonyms for intuition. How many of these things happen to us all the time and yet we still don't listen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. So we're talking about how you make a right decision, right? And, And we have all these mechanisms that we could rely on internally but we've become exocentric. We've allowed the world to shape us and mold us. And now, like the Frankenstein, we go back to the creator, whatever it is, or the recreator, I should say. Whatever that recreated us, that took us Becomes away from our, our God. original self. It owns, owns you. you. Yeah. Yeah. The biblical quote of do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind from within. I mean, that's really what we're speaking to here. Do not conform to the patterns of this world and be therefore transformed by the renewing of your mind from within. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. And here's another good one for you. Colossians 3, uh, 3, 9. 
Do not lie to one another, since you have taken off the old self with its practices and have put on a new self. Now, these are this is for people who are coming in the same direction that we are. We've transformed our lives. We, we've made choices, and then we've learned mm. from those choices, right? And this goes to how do you make a better mm. decision later on? Well, you learn from your experiences, yeah. right? So it says, and you have put on a new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its yeah. creator. It's exactly the mm-hmm. same thing. It is being renewed with internal, because you know what? I mean, not to get too Christian philosophically, but the kingdom of heaven is within. It is not Mm. out there. Mm. Even though earth can be a paradise, the true kingdom of heaven is within. And that is the peace that you Mm. find when you start to obey the deeper Mm. inner self. You don't have conflict, anxiety. You're not worrying about the next decision you're going to make because you're not worried that you're going to make a bad one. And I go back to the question, do you really trust yourself? Do you trust yourself at all? Yeah, very good. Okay, let's wrap it up right here. You all, thank you. Okay. Please share the show. It is how we continue to grow what we're up to. And the show is growing and uh, spreading because of you. It's word of mouth. So we really greatly appreciate you. And if you got any value from this show specifically, please share the show. Share it on your social media. Send it to friends. However you share, share it. David, thank you. And until next time, peace out.